Everyone wants to spend less on the things that they need every day. And every business owner knows that lowering the bottom line is one of the best ways to improve your business. This is where Club Buy can make the difference for you and your club. Club Buy, a powerful and proven group purchase program, has been helping hundreds of clubs and resorts save money on the supplies they need every day. From equipment and maintenance to food and beverage, Club Buy makes it simple for you to lower your operational costs. Club Buy is free to join and free to use, and your savings start with the first order. Take advantage of serious buying power and find new ways to save with Club Buy. Hey, this is Joanna Tellis, editor of Club and Resort Chef. Welcome back to the Club and Resort Talks podcast. Today, we're talking with executive chef Michael Lannon about his plans for developing a strong team of culinarians at Midlothian Country Club near Chicago. He is hyper-focused on ingredients, classic cooking, and staff training. And as a result, he's on track to surpass pre-COVID numbers. So let's chat. Tell me about yeah. yourself. Now, you're, you have been in clubs for a while. How long have you been with Mid- Midlothian? How do you, is that how you say it? Oh. So I, I came here in October, in Midlothian, okay. you're correct. Um, okay. Started here in October. I um, was downtown at the Grand Cheriton in Chicago. Um, they closed because of COVID, and they were looking for a, um, a chef. So I applied, got the job. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be back in clubs. I left for a little bit. Um, but like I said, you know, it, it, it's good to be back. There's always a new challenge every day or something else going on. So of it's been course. interesting with COVID. Um, you know, we've been able to start putting food on a plate which has been nice and not in a box. So it's been yeah. cool to do that. So now what club were you at before you left for the hotel world? So I was at, um, I have a no country club in Midlothian or Mundelein. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, and in there we hosted, um, what was it? The Advil open. We did okay. a couple of okay. years in a row. And then previously before Ivanhoe, I was at Naperville country club for about eight, eight years. So you, you left clubs and you went into the hotel world. Why? They came to me asking if I'd be interested in um, um, working with them to rebrand the hotel. Um, you know, they have four different food outlets. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to kind of, um, you know, it's, it's a massive hotel downtown in Chicago. Um, one of the nicer ones. and But they don't have any restaurants that stack up to any of the, you know, the nice Chicago restaurants that, that are kind of in the trends right now. And so they wanted to kind of revamp the hotel to be able to do that. So um, I was... So with my background in clubs and, and some fine dining before country clubs when I was younger, I, I, I kind of uh, matched their criteria. So I started doing that with them, which was really fun. Um, and then COVID hit and just hit the brakes and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back um, in, in clubs. Like I said, it's it's always something different. Um, this past weekend, we did uh, a seafood night. You started at the club in October, right? Correct. Correct. Now yeah. that's you're you're halfway through a pandemic at that point. So what was right. the situation when you came in? Was it just to go carry out kind of thing? Totally so closed? What was the situation? We were doing a limited um, in-house seating. Um, so we have four different rooms that we can fit 50 people um, in them. So we opened up two rooms and we do about 20 in each room. So about 40 a day. And then we had a bunch of to-go packages that we would do. Um, those actually were pretty popular. Um, and and then um, the the governor shut down the uh, shut down Chicago a second time, November ish. Um, yeah, because we were going to do Thanksgiving in house, and then we ended up just switching all the goals because we couldn't you know host that amount of people at one time because of the the, the new uh, requirements that the um, Illinois um, governor had um, put back into restrictions. So um, 
that was fun to switch gears and you know go from <laughs> overnight, right? <laughs> right, more or less it was. It was like a week yeah. before Thanksgiving happened. It was kind of crazy. So um, um, we did a big to go uh, thing. It was a huge success. Um, I, I I've done to go packages at previous clubs. Um, so I so it was nothing new to me, but this one was was my all time um, biggest. We did um, over 120 turkeys that day. Wow. It was, it was, yeah, it was a busy day. It was a busy day. So. So when you came back into the club world from the hotel world, you obviously you were kind of born and raised in clubs. And so you take kind of this little detour and you come back into clubs. What new insights did you have coming back in after spending a little bit of time in the hotel world? A lot of um, it was more for uh, training staff and developing staff. Um, I I learned a lot down at the hotel on um, and, and and the hotel is a um, hotel that is has has the. what is the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a union, a union hotel. So our cooks are union. Um, so there's a lot of rules involved in that, which was really weird for me. I've never dealt with a union, you know, um, setting before. So it was kind of strange. But um, I, I I learned a ton of how to you know um, train um, and just kind of get the most out of your staff without overloading them because that was one of the things with unions is that each cook had a job to do and he couldn't deviate from that job. We're like we're clubs, you know. If, if my salad guy's not doing anything, we put him on the, you know, on the grill to help out. But at the clubs, you can't do that, or at hotels, you can't do that. It's I work grill, and that's all I'm going to work, whether I have ten tickets or no tickets, and you know what. So that was really weird for me to to to, to try to figure out how to uh, massage them into working different stations down at the hotel. Um, once I was able to figure out how to get around the union thing, it, it worked pretty well. But um, yeah, I mean, for example, at hotels, there's a 60-day training process, which seems you know really um, extensive, but um, it really works in the long run because each person will work different stations in the hotel, and they're very well uh, rounded cooks down there because in order for them to get hours, they've got to be able to work wherever we need them, and so. I've learned here when I hire somebody, I don't hire them to a specific station anymore. I hire them as a kitchen um, um, employee. And then, you know, I explain to that, that's them in the hiring process that we're not going to, you know, call you a grill cook or a saute cook or a pantry cook. You're going to be a kitchen employee and you're going to do, you know, we're going to learn the whole kitchen. And, and, and so it's been nice because if let's, let's say the guy who works grill calls in sick, I've got someone ready to go and can jump in you know, with no, you know, um, stumbles at all. So, you know, that was a big drastic change for them here because to them, it's, I was hired to work the grill. That's what I work. And so when you try to explain to them that in the long run, it's going to help you out better. You can get more hours and you're going to, you know, learn more and be better. Um, you know, they're okay with it, the cooks. So, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot more cross training now. So did you a have, Correct. did you have, um, a full staff when you came in or have you been hiring on new people? So I, I didn't have a full staff. We, we were a little um, short because of the pandemic, um, but I'm starting to hire people now because um, we're going to start re- revamping up here to reopen next month, um, pretty much full blast. And it looks like a lot of the restrictions have been lifted in Chicago. We can have more and more people in that, in the, uh, in the restaurants and clubs now. So um, it's going to, once March comes, I think it's going to be crazy because members are going to want to get back and, you know, use the club and spend their minimums and all that stuff. So um I'm working on getting a team built up. You're staffing uh, up. <laughs> yeah, staffing up. And, and it's, it's a really weird market um, 
in general in the country, but more so in Chicago that I've, you know, that I've noticed, especially with unemployment, you know, they're making a lot of people are getting paid a lot of money on unemployment. So they don't want to come back to work for, you know, 16, 17, $18 an hour, whatever it might be. Cause they're not, they're not going to make the checks they're making for the last seven, eight months at unemployment. So that's been kind of hard. Um, but I've been hiring people and kind of giving, you know, talking about possibly, um, a small, a small bonus where, you know, it's two, $300, um, every quarter or something like that, you know, depending on what they hit. So I've, I've kind of started working on a program to try to, you know, help, uh, try to entice employees to, to, to come work for us. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Good luck. When they come in, do they get full benefits through the club or are they just an hourly Not- employee? I mean, um, they don't get it right away. Obviously, I think it's after uh, sixty days. Um, as long as they hit their full time um, hours, I think it's thirty five hours a week or something like that. Um, what the, what the, our insurance um, uh, wants them to, to work. So once they get that and they're here sixty days, then they'll get um, benefits. Which you know, it's it's kind of nice to be able to offer that because um, a lot of restaurants don't offer it. So that's exactly that's right. Of, that's kind of our saving grace a little bit that, yeah. that, that this, this job can be more of a long time career and not just a, you know, a, a, a yearly fix to get your, um, your job for a year and then move somewhere else. And how cooks kind of downtown, it's just a revolving door down there. They jump from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. So I'm hoping with all of that, you know, I, I can get some cooks from restaurants that aren't reopening yet or have closed down completely. So, um, I've got a couple of guys coming in this week um, that that I work downtown, and so I'm 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 hopeful that they're gonna one take the job and you know two be able to adapt to the club, the the club role that you know it's a, it's a different environment altogether than you know public restaurants and hotels. So, but you know with training and and um, you know the, the Ryan Sunums, I think we'll. we'll we'll be able to get a good staff here before um, we get crazy. So what do you look for in uh, a new hire? Um, so I, I, I always try, try and look at their progression, you know, where they started and where they're at now and where they want to be. Um, you know, there's, there's some cooks who are okay just being cooks and that's all they want to be. They don't want responsibility, but um, you know, um, and, and then there's some guys who, you know, want to move up and, and become the next you know, sous chef or whatever it is. So, um, I, I, I always try and, and, you know, bring those people in, you know, who want to be, uh, you know, the sous chef or, 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 you know, chef down the road just so I, you know, so I can train them and work with them and, and, and kind of set goals for them. But I've also, you know, have, have hired a couple of guys who just want to be cooks and, because they're going to be loyal to me, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to come in for a year, a few months and then jump ship where unfortunately some of the guys who are looking to move up might do that. So it's a gamble, but you know, it's, it's, I'm going to hire a little heavy. So I have some guys in the, you know, um, ready to go in case someone quits. No, I don't know. It sounds kind of bad, but it is that. What kills a resume fastest for you? A lot of jobs and, and, and a small amount of time. Um, you know, when I, I, I had a guy come in last week and he literally had three pages on there. Um, so How old was he? Was he like 95? I hope. <laughs> no, he was younger than me. He was uh, 36, I believe. Um, and he was looking to um, possibly come in as a sous chef, um, lead cook type deal. And um, he's had a lot of jobs downtown, which is, you know, cool. But from 2000 to 2002, I think it was to today, he had gone through, I, I think the most jobs he had in one year was seven. 
Whoa. And, 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 he, and, 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 he, he, and he posted them all because I think he, in his mind, he thought that was going to be better for him. You know, the more experience he had, the better off he was going to be. And I kind of try to explain to him that, you know, you might want to take some of these off a little bit and clean it up so you're not looking like you're going from job to job to job. And, and I explained to him, so I'm not against hiring you, but I am very nervous about it. So I'm going to, you know, interview more people and then we'll, you know, we'll come back with you. But it was, a, it was the most I've ever seen. Wow. In, in a cook. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So what makes, so are, are you looking for one to two? Like what's the magic number that you want so, to see or the length of tenure, I guess. Oh, um, for, for cooks, you mean, um, yeah. I, you know, if, 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 if they have four or five jobs between the, the five-year period or, or, or even six jobs, you know, if, if, if they're under a job, if, if, if they have a, uh, a new job every two years, I'm okay with that. Um, just because I know things happen in the restaurant world, you know, it's, it's very rare for, for someone to stay years at a place. Um, but, um, you know, if, if they've been at a place and, and they've had a, like a year and a half to two years, then, you know, that I'm okay with, you know, it, it, it at least makes, makes me think that, that, the, that they're going to be here for a little bit anyway, and, and not just a few months and go to the next guy who's going to offer them, you know, a dollar 50 cents more an hour. So, Fair. Yeah. So let's shift gears now and tell me about the, the food and beverage operation at Midlothian or how big is it and how many members do you have? So we have, um, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but between, um, you know, all those different categories, I think we're right around 550. Um, okay. For, for um, you know, that's from pool to full membership, you know, uh, right. to the different classes, but yeah, it's it's, it's around, around 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 five fifty. Um, I know we got a few more just this past week, um, which is kind of cool in the middle of a pandemic. I didn't think we'd get any members, new members in during this time, but um, they've been coming in pretty well um, over the last few months. That I've noticed. The food must be really good. <laughs> we tried, we tried, we tried. Um, like I said, it's been nice to put something on a plate. Yeah, uh, this past week I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's funny, silly, but it was like, man, it's 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 a plate. It's not a box. It's not, it's not a it's it's not a black uh, hinged uh, to go box. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What does the club usually do in annual F and B pre pandemic? What was the number they usually hit? They were at one point two. Okay. So um, now pandemic probably turns all those numbers upside down and changes them in a million different ways. Right. Right. What, uh, what is your goal? So my my goal is is to trying to uh, beat 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 the numbers from um, pre pandemic. Obviously, I mean we we were still really busy on, in in a la carte, and and we actually went over our numbers for a la carte. But because nice. we couldn't do our banquets, it didn't it, it didn't matter because we're still help it enough, so yeah. behind with our banquet number that it didn't really matter. But I mean, it's it still kind of cool to um, come in as a new chef and then be able to beat those numbers and. In a time where people aren't coming out to eat, they're just taking it home with them. So um, that was kind of cool to to have that happen. Um, but yeah, I I, I want to try to beat by at least ten percent um, um, revenue from pre pandemic, and I think we'll be able to. Um, we've got a lot of weddings that are coming back to finish their wedding now. Um, mm. Yeah, and and then we have new weddings that 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 are trying to actually get their wedding finished, you know, finalized and get a date since they were holding off because of pandemic. So we'll see. Now you, your philosophy toward food is very local, very fresh, very right. focused on quality and ingredients and scratch Correct. cooking. Now, has that always been the the philosophy at Midlothian or is that something you're bringing in? So um, 
it's something I bring in when I came in. My freezer was full with was full of food that was cooked and you know frozen food more or less. And I mean they had frozen hollandaise sauce in there. Um, so you know it's I I I've lost a couple cooks because they're not used to that kind of um, work, I guess, and and they didn't want to stay around and to their their words is they're getting they have to do more work for no for no more money. And and I said, well, you're gonna get more money down the road i'm not gonna give you today but you know once once we get back in the reopening first the next season we're gonna do more you know to do raises up but they're like no um it's just too much more work now to to do everything i said okay you know at least you're being honest so yeah you know you gotta respect uh, them for that (laughs) yeah exactly but so i mean and 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 which which is why i think you know we we've got to work on i'm bringing some 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 new cooks in that that are used to doing scratch cooking and 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 not going to the dry storage for their caesar salad dressing or whatever it was you know so yeah now do you i mean uh, your philosophy is obviously very ingredient focused but there is a place for some of the the prepared products so definitely what 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 do you look for to buy instead of make what is the line and what is the how what's your philosophy there so i I, obviously with with our 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 banquets you know i don't have a staff of you know 20 guys that are going to make a thousand you know canopies or or, uh, appetizers for a wedding so those i bring in um you know um and then we'll also um we'll bring in um some things for the pool area you know, pizzas, things like that. Well, I, I shouldn't say pizza because we're talking about doing a pizza oven after this year, but Ooh, um, exciting. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, some, some frozen things, cheese sticks, you know, things like that for the pool. And then you have your halfway out stuff um, that that'll have to be like more of a grab and go type deal. So things like that, but for, for a la carte um, member dining and, and, and member events, I've promised that, that, that it'll all be uh, scratch, you know, from, from, you know, nothing to the end product and we're not going to buy it so um i think the, the members have already commented uh, on that as being a plus they've noticed the quality difference if they've noticed the difference in in, in our steaks and our, our meat program um as far as you know f- fresh seafood has been it's really gone a long way here so which I'm is sure. kind of silly but, <laughs> right um, you look like a hero yeah. and you're just doing what you've always done <laughs> right right i mean it's it, it's it's kind of easy it i i shouldn't say it's gonna be easy my first year but it's gonna be easier than if, if i would would have been here a couple of years already trying to you know, outdo myself um but you know I, i'll i'll take it this year um, and, and it'll, it'll give me some time to work on training and getting the staff together and, and getting a real strong team. And so, yeah, uh, you know, you'll move it up that, to that, that 90%. Fun. It's that 90 to 10% that you're really right. going to struggle in two years Ex- when you've exactly. got to beat yourself, you're going to really exactly. have to push. <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. So how do you stay motivated? I mean, I, so when, with, with, with cooking, I mean, it's, 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 it's something that, that, that I've always been good at and I've, I've always been able to kind of just do it without um I, I guess looking at cookbooks or whatever but you know eating eating downtown a lot uh going out to new restaurants is is a huge uh inspiration for me and and just really kind of looking at at, at different outlets on facebook um and, and uh, just kind of watching different chefs in, in the area in chicago and see what they're doing and 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 just try to kind of you know stay on trends without being too trendy if that makes any sense um you know i i 
I always go back to about seven, eight years when when the sliders were the biggest thing, you know, and 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 and, and everywhere, you know, as it was, and and people still do sliders here and there, and and I haven't had a slider on my my menu in probably eight, seven years now, six years, just because I didn't like them in the in, in the first place, and I definitely don't want them now. So yeah, I, just, I don't know. So it's just kind of those gimmicks. What trends are you looking at right now? So um, obviously. The protein bowls are, are are really big big right now, so I'm I'm trying to find a way to, um, you know, put put that onto a lunch or dinner menu, but make it elevated, um, to to where it's not a bowl of rice, uh, meat and vegetables, you know, to to where it's more composed, um, and and then I'm also have been really in tune to the um, using like like green beans as 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 the star of the dish or. Or, or, or those those plain mundane rest or uh, in, uh, ingredients that you know we kind of use use as a side. I'm trying to you know put those into the star of the dish, which helps with cost. Obviously, green beans are pretty cheap, but you know if 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 you pair it with with some great fruit and, and a nice shishito aioli, something like that, it kind of brings the dish a little more a little more exciting than, than just, you know, green beans. And, and, uh, you know, I've got some right now that are pickling and, uh, and, and we're going to um, tempura and fry them and then do a little nice appetizer with that. So, um, you know, so I, I, I've been really working on that and, and it's, it's fun because it's, it's not your basic steak, potato and vegetable setup, which most clubs are pretty um, in tune to with the membership. You know, I mean, we, we, we do have a steakhouse section, on the menu, but our sides aren't, you know, the, the average cream spinach or things like that. So it's, it's a little more, up, uh, just, just a little more updated, I guess you can say. For more podcasts, check out our site, clubresortchef.com.